you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Third and 13. Got to make it to the 42 for the first. Picked off Polamalu. Polamalu going right. The field is open. Aaron Smith shields. Flacco. Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. Without a close second, the greatest moment in Heinz Field history, I would know because I was there in the stadium that night to watch that one. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by our pals over at Zaxby's home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. We're ready to roll for week five. I hope and trust you Why did you, you play that too. highlight? Because they're about to play each other again. What do you mean, why did I play it? Just, you know. I like my history. It seems like there's other things going on in the league besides a one and three and a two and two team going after one another. No, I, I want mean, this show to be one hundred percent. You got the, the Rams and the free. Seahawks at three and one going okay. Thursday night. I just listen. We're just gonna saying, get into it seems like it. you could highlight something else that's maybe a little bit more interesting. Let me have my moment. Right, I like the fine. Steelers after this game on Sunday. It's probably well now it really is done after that. Well then. The Steelers are going to play your Chargers, and right. then it'll really, really be done. Anywho, let's not get negative already. Let's talk about the great game of pro football. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean it's over after this week? If Lamar Jackson has completely come down to earth. All the incoming I took for saying Lamar Jackson for Baker Mayfield, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Look at me. I feel vindicated now. The guy wow. has looked like the quarterback that many people said, eh, give him a little bit longer. Let's see what we got. Cardinals, Dolphins, not a lot of defense there. Let's see against a, and the Steelers are a legitimate defense. That has not changed. Big Ben Roethlisberger injury notwithstanding, departure of Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Don't be so soon if, to write off your Steelers. Listen, I'm not being just, uh, you know, falsely modest about my favorite football team. Right. If that defense plays to its pedigree. Which it should be able to. Well, but as we talk about for the last uh, month or so, this is a coach's league now, mm-hmm. and I am not positive that Mike Tomlin and Keith Butler are up to the task in a league that has Andy <laughs> Wait a minute, so Freddie Kitchens is over John Harbaugh, but Mike Tomlin's not? I, I didn't say that either. I didn't say that either. Um, we're going to dig into all right, this, though, because all right. it is fascinating. I always do that. I'm sorry. Today we have our Red Challenge flag picks for Week 5, among the many exciting games. Yes, Ravens-Steelers, the renewal of the best rivalry in pro football in the 21st cer- uh, century, certainly, I think. But one of... The non-divisional best rivalries now for, really, the Super Bowl era is the Cowboys and Packers. They're getting it on. Of course, Super Bowls one and two, the, the, the course of Super Bowl era history would be wildly different. So much so, you could even have the trophy not named Lombardi. It could be the Landry Trophy because twice, back-to-back games, the Packers barely win on the last play of the game, uh, two straight seasons. That's how the Packers get to those two Super Bowls and win them. Cowboys would have won those two, and so it would be the Landry Trophy instead. Nice little bit of history there. 
Hey, everybody. That uh, I didn't introduce right, you. Everybody. One half of the finest radio show on all the land. Stop it. Petros and Money Track. That one down on iHeartRadio. He is the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers. No, that's not th this guy. Yeah, not, not that guy. No. This guy. Uh, that's uh, that's our seat warmer over there for a prima donna. Say something, Eddie. Hank Hodgson. This seat is exquisite. <laughs> well done. <laughs> the well dolphin, done. The dolphin and you see him on everything else all over the place here. Oh, including NFL now, doing a sincerely gangbusters job over there, chopping up uh, the great game of football on I think on Tuesdays on Thursdays Thursday, and Friday. Fridays. Um, wait a second, that quickly, he's out there. Bye, like I say, a yeah. lot, lot of stuff going on right on UK now. UK time, this guy here, huh? Well, that's right, because it's it's the start of um, of UK football this weekend. And so, so I now assume... he's Mr. Important. Oh, I get to show up late everywhere because I'm so busy. <laughs> well, you're just lucky to have me, quite honestly. <laughs> I mean, I mean if, if that's not enough money, sorry I didn't show up on time or anything. Hey, you know. Come I mean, on, what it's a kind of behavior? League. What kind what? of behavior is that? Hey, no one ever tells me anything. I'm just like, hey, we, we, we're just doing. Now you're going to throw the producers under the bus for sure. Holy cow! I'm throwing everyone Adam under the Thielen bus. Adam Thielen over here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I think this. I think it's time for you, Spaghetti, to issue a formal apology. I guess. Like, yeah, let's uh, do it. Like Kirk Cousins had to for. I not don't now. Know no, now Eddie's had his airtime. He doesn't need anymore. <laughs> Did you like his English accent? I didn't hear it. Do you like it when people do you <laughs> like when it's a UK it. football game that all the American sports outlets they, I, they take it upon themselves to then do their best British accent? I actually used social media this morning as a way to issue my annual statement yeah, on that and and to warn people that that's not a good thing to do and that mm. they should try and stay clear of it. For example, when um, American sports are on TV in the UK, do you think everyone walks around, paints themselves orange? Hey, man! Hey, look at this! It's baseball! Well done. Well Very done. Weird. No, they don't. Yeah, Carrot Top... Way, way to slide that in there. Carrot Top <laughs> is the anomaly in actual comedy, but it's funny that sports media in the last five to ten years is now home of all costumes and props. Like right. the, in lieu of being actually clever, like, let's just make our guys look absurd. And it works, especially yep. in Halloween month here. But let's get yeah, into Halloween is the in NFL uh, slate for week five, or I should say, we'll do that in a minute. We'll get to the Red Challenge flag picks. Welcome back from your travels abroad, Thank Handsome you. Hank. Matt Money Smith, a pleasure mm -hmm. to see you as always. It's I great to, to, be to here. round it out, it's uh, Matt Money Smith. And our pal, the Englishman and resident Miami Dolphins fan, tenuous though that relationship may be at this point. It's a good time down there. By the way, way to go on that. It's the first time I've been in that stadium since they mm. redid it. Talk about a great spot. Really? It's nice, isn't oh, it? Oh, man, did they do a great job with that. And I had security guard uh, Brent oh, take I know me Brent. through. You know Brent, yeah. Yeah, of course. Wonderful guy. Been <laughs> I know there, Brent. Been there for 30 years. Yep. And uh, I yep. had to get down on the field. I had a 30-minute window uh, in pregame where DJ and I made our way down on the field, do our laps, say hi Shake to a few people. Shake a couple hands. And he, he took us through the shortcut, which was the, uh, the nightclub. You that stepped they have on the orange cup. In the, uh, in the, I think it's called Live, Live. or Live. Live, L-I-V. Oh, I don't know. You go. And um, I would just say there were some people in interesting costumes that um, that f that I guess are are workers there. Um, I don't know exactly what their job is, right. but um, I was I was taken aback and my mouth was agape uh, at what I witnessed 30 minutes prior to kickoff. Before kickoff, you were already be taken aback. Before kickoff, yes, wow. inside of Live. Um, right. It is something what they yeah. got going down there at the mm. Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. I, I, I have it no certainly mental doesn't image. have dignity, does it? Imagine a club that has no windows. Okay, I'm thinking of like Miami. I'm, I'm not talking and, yes. about. I'm not talking about a private club within the stadium. I'm talking about Miami. Period. Oh, I, 
Everybody talks about, oh, the best place in America, the most fun place. I can't conceive of what it's like there, how cuckoo it is. It is. It's nuts. Well, you've never been. I mean, not in This year, years. Super Bowl, you'll yeah, be we're there. Gonna, well, let's but go But what there. a great let's... job on the stadium. I just want to say that. Thanks. Awesome stadium, <laughs> intimate, uh, you know. Covered, because, I mean, the biggest problem was if you went there in September, Ooh. you could you could very you could well expire in yes. the top deck. Um, but now it's covered, and, and that's nice. Here's job, a tease. Miami. The Dolphins might be the correct choice for something that if we have time to do, a question that I'd like to ask the two of you in just a little bit. We'll get to Ooh, it. In the meantime, exciting. let's get to... Zaxby's Fresh Takes, presented by, as always, our pals over there. Again, there I can't are. say it enough, mm. the famous fingers, chickens. Uh, fa famous chicken fingers and salads. Zalads. Famous fingers. And salads, right? Zalads. Zalads. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Here's, uh, here's today's question. I don't know if you've noticed it. I, for the record, and have been um, arguing against parody for the better part of this century at least. My most curmudgeonly take in all of sports is March Madness. Lots of fun. Not the best way to determine who the best team in the country is. I understand why leagues and networks like to have as many teams being relevant as long into the season as possible. But I, I like a meritocracy, as I say. And so I'm on the wrong side of things right now because outside of the Chiefs and the Patriots, the clear-cut two best in the AFC right now, who's good? Do you know there only there's only one other team with a winning record? This isn't the one that the answer was the Miami Dolphins. No, it? this is not it. No, they're okay. not going to be. I, one yeah, of I these just want to make sure it will be the answer here. I want to see if we can figure out amongst ourselves here. Let's do it democratically um, and vote on how this AFC is going to seed out come January. The six playoff here. teams. The six yeah. playoff teams. So I think we can lock in pretty safely that the Patriots are going to win their division yep. and the Chiefs are going to win theirs and what's further, they're going to be the top two seeds. But let's see, let's address the small matter of who the other four teams mm -hmm. are going to be and let's do it uh, with a, a vote of hand, shall we? Okay. Okay, so should sure. we do the other two divisions then to start? The let's North start and the that South? way. Well done, Matt Money-Smith. Okay. Let's start with the <laughs> AFC North. Who's going to win that division? Let's start with the Cleveland Browns. Spaghetti, get in on this. Cleveland I don't think Brown. that the hand-raising thing is going to work well for people listening. That's a well, good point. Well, I'll call it out. Matt Money-Smith just raised his hand for the Browns. I say okay. Browns, yes. Okay. I, Matt, handsome, you're I voting. didn't raise my hand just so for people listening. So not the Browns. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And Eddie Spaghetti. I did not raise my hand for the Browns. So not the Browns. I just can't figure out who is going to win this division. Well, I'm not going to raise my hand either on this one, okay. then. But do we think then... That if it's not the Browns, does the North only provide I can tell you it's not the Bengals. We can eliminate yeah, yeah. them. It is so definitely not so the Bengals. So can we think of the any Ravens other teams? Yeah. And then we can go from there. Yes. So, all right, let's go around then, Handsome. You have me intrigued. Who's going to win the North? I'm going to say the same as I said before the season. The Baltimore Ravens are going to okay. win the North. Okay, good pick. You, look, you looked a lot better a fortnight ago than you did. There's your hand. Well That's done. My hand. Handsome Hank raises sure his hand happened. in favor of the birds. Uh, I got the Browns. And, oh, you've got the Browns, right, of course. I already forgot. This hand thing is, is the already hand thing's a little confusing. Yeah. Um, and Eddie Spaghetti, Eddie? I'll say you. I, I will raise my hand for the Ravens. As I told you on the earlier pod this week, I think a big game this year is going to be when the uh, Patriots come to Baltimore for the Ravens. I, I just really believe in them and Lamar Jackson, so they're my pick. All right. I don't know. In some years, that might be a favorable matchup for the Ravens. I think that that, as well as that defense is playing up in Foxborough, I don't know that uh, the Ravens' attack is going to spook uh, Belichick's defense right. this season. And so, no one's taking the Steelers. And are we saying? That are you? A, 
I'm not taking. I'm well, going to so take. You got to raise your hand. Oh, you raise it. Okay. There, I just raised my hand. Thank you for raising for the Ravens. So that's either the three or four seed. So then to the south we go. Wait a minute. Not, like, can I just 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 a smidge of analysis here? Or I said uh, uh, on your part. On the okay, three you're of right. Yous. You're right. Go go with the Browns. Everybody's like, very excited well, once no, no, again. No, no, I'm just everybody asking. was excited for six months. Right. Then they then stopped, they weren't excited. And everybody's excited. Now they won. And everyone's excited. And look, I will I will acknowledge my concern with the Browns. Their next three are at the 49ers. Uh, at the Patriots and sandwiched between those two. I can't remember who they have at home, but it's someone that's not easy either. Their next three are tough. Yep. But at the same time, I just feel like we just saw two games from the Ravens throw the score out against the Chiefs. That wasn't that close of a game. I mean, they got manhandled by the Chiefs. Right. And really, the Browns, they roughed them up pretty darn good. Like, to me, that means there's a lot of questions about that team. And like, hey, this Lamar Jackson thing isn't what everyone wants it to be based on the first two games because of those opponents he played. And now we're seeing... This might be a struggle, and that defense might not be as good as everybody thinks it is because they lost some key pieces, and, you know, Freddie Kitchens and the Browns were able to exploit that pretty darn easy, as did the Chiefs. I just feel like the defense, I think the defense is the issue, and it feels like it can be fixed. They, they've proven that they've been able to do it before. The pieces are still in place. There's definitely work to be done, but it's not like they are devoid of any talent that could actually right. turn that around. And we're a month into the season, and I, I feel like the defense could be fixed in you know going into the next three quarters of the season, where and and the offense has already proven to be one that can score points and you and like their defense better than the Browns' defense. Not now, but I th- no. I mean, I don't That's think I'll, I, I don't think I'll ever get to that point. Right. But I like their offense probably. That's kind of where I'm like going. It's like offense. I like the Browns' defense better. I like Baker Mayfield more. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like the Browns are are the better choice there. Well, the one, the I, I believe me, I'll play Devil's Damashek on behalf of of my favorite team, the Steelers. I don't think that they're a gangbusters team. Obviously, they have their backup quarterback playing for the rest of the season. How high can you be on that team? And they don't have juju. Aside, they don't have a ton of weapons out there on offense. However, as I say, if the if the defense were to play to its pedigree for the rest of the season, and they take care of the ball, as they always say, and play complementary offense, if they can beat the Ravens this week and and uh, you know get through the first five games with the Browns losing up in San Francisco, the Steelers are in first place, and then it's kind of. Back to the original point, three mediocre teams fighting it out in a mediocre division. The reason I ultimately will take the Ravens is, again, because of the parody slash mediocrity, which is that when the Ravens, they're kryptonite, good teams, legitimately, and I mean it. When they play good teams, they get exposed. However, most of the league isn't good, so they should be able to win more often than they lose. How many teams in the division have double-digit wins by the end of the season? Zero or one? I'm going to go with one. One. Yeah, with you. But okay. just just ten All wins. Right. Next, the South and money. I'll start with you. Dave, on do this you mind one. if I throw your cushion? I know, I'm sorry. It's, it's not, your not living room. No, we're way ahead of you. I know you. Want... You and Mrs. Damashek have, have, have you know redesigned recently, but yeah. I don't I don't like your cushion. She kept her name. She didn't want it. Really? Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> not surprised. Mrs. Damashek. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, what happened happened, and uh, what you, know. you do. Sorry, I just felt like it. You know? <laughs> the South. Who do you got? Yeah. So who do I have in the South? Yeah. Whoever you got, they they should get themselves some Zaxby's. That's the mm. home. That's all. That's, yeah, that's, that's the home of Zaxby's. Why are you starting with me? Um, you could make a case for any. I mean, you I, if you want to talk about parity, uh, parity, all four teams, two and yep. two. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna take the Jags. I, think, I know, I know, but just that defense, man. That defense looks so freaking good. Yeah. And you you see it with the Bears, 
and how good that defense is. You see it with the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. Like this season is, and, and I think like you just detailed, you might see it with the Steelers. When you have a defense that is that good, uh, if, look, and, and, I'll, and I'll put this qualifier on it. If they can fix things with Jalen Ramsey, and I think they can, because I think if Shad can't, Shad can't, Khan, Shad Khan, Shad Khan, Shad Khan, that Shad can. Uh, <laughs> if Shad Khan can, can right? but DJ Shark can't. Uh, there you go. If he can get it right with Ramsey, I'd take the Jets. I think, really? Yeah, I do. Look I mean, I think it would be awesome. At the be Panthers, story. they get the Saints at home. You know, it just, it. I think it lines up pretty well for them. I mean, I've been saying this for three or four weeks now. The obvious thing in our new look NFL in which teams trade big name guys before the season and even in season, the move that's obvious from both sides, send Tyreek Hill to Jacksonville and send Jalen Ramsey up to KC. KC needs to do something and they ain't going to get, even if let's say Von Miller is available based on where the Broncos are, they're not going to trade him within (laughs) the division. So I don't know exactly what else they can do to fix things in KC, but that defense is the looming yep. issue for them. Spaghetti, how say you in, I, in this in the South? I'll think? put my hand up for the uh, for the Jaguars as well. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Here's the thing with the Jags too: is the NFL season, like life itself, is long. People always think it's super short, but in fact, it will go on and on much longer than you feel. We're, we're prisoners of the moment right now. And so Gardner, Minshew, Minshew mania and everything else, but what will give them a nice boost is when Nick Foles comes back. When Minshew drops off, which he almost invariably will a little bit, all of a sudden they'll inject Nick Foles into the situation and that'll probably boost them a little bit. Is that a reasonable I think so. hypothesis? I, mean, I just think of all the backup quarterbacks, Minshew's been the most impressive. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's winning games. Right. He's if not he, he's not managing. He's winning games for exactly. them. Exactly. And if he keeps playing at this level, there will be a question when Foles is healthy again of do you do you automatically reinsert Nick Foles there? Poor Nick Foles. Okay, handsome. Who you got? I, I'm going to go with the Texans. I just I still and again it comes back to the same thing I, I just said and I'm inspired by your podcast earlier in the week. September is the new August in terms That's of right. not necessarily believing right. what you're seeing. Handsome. And I believe that the tech, I, you know, I went into the season believing that the Texans was a, a good team with a with a great offense and a defense that would come together. And I still think that that going into October, November, and December is something that that can that will that will happen. There was the, a little clip right there of uh, Laramie Tunsil is so good. And you know this as a Dolphins fan. He, anytime he and Bosa were one-on-one, he locked him up. Yep. I mean, he's and, and since they made that adjustment to put Sharping and Howard in there on that offensive line, that offensive line looks good now. Yeah. Um, I know last week, you know, obviously the Panthers got after him. They did some things. Ron Rivera was just sending the house, I think, nonstop. And, and they were slow to adjust to that. But that's why it's such a tough one. Between those two, and obviously, are you going to take Gardner Minshew or Deshaun Watson? I mean... Well, that's the case for the taxes. But again, you know, I was just about ready to say the Colts certainly. Again, prisoners of the moment are we, and so we feel like the Colts are. Wow, see, uh, they, they, they can't. What are they going to do? But in this division, nine and seven, ten and six might win it, and the they're you know highly likely to take a loss on Sunday night against the Chiefs in Arrowhead. But after that, I still think this Colts team is fine. They have the best defense. They have the best offensive line in the division. Maybe they, they don't have, have the best defense. Jaguars have the best defense in the division. Well, I guess I'm, I guess maybe I've assumed that Jalen Ramsey and that mess is going. Yeah, I, I'm not as confident as you are that that's going to get resolved. Because the Texans have secondary, serious secondary yes. issues. Um, so yes, I guess I'm projecting it as though 
Ramsey is is going to be okay, and they're going to figure that out. Because he's too good. You just can't trade. It's like what the Dolphins did with Tunsil. I get it. You want to amass picks, but you can't trade a dominant Well, it's different. I mean, it's like they're at different stages. Like, right. they're, they're, they're Jags are not right. in there. But I'm just saying, Let's like, those, to me, those are the two yeah. positions. Like, yeah, yeah. don't trade uh, yeah. the best corner You can't corner find those league. guys. Fig- figure it out. Yeah. Make it work. You know, throw yeah. extra money at them. I, well, it does seem like if you just wait it out, all the emotions kind of settle down. But it, but right now, it feels like, well, this is untenable. They're going to have to deal Jalen Ramsey at some point. They're not going to let him sit on the bench for the rest of the year. Although, again, it's a new world that yeah. we live in. And the funny thing is, is, you watch Levy and Bell do it. So You could have inserted Titans for the Colts, and it would have been totally fine. Yeah, I didn't even mention them. You yeah. know, Taylor Lewan's coming back. His suspension has now come to an end. One of the best left tackles. Now you get some protection for Marcus Mariota. And there. a good defense. Good defense. Like, that's... That's, I don't know if 10 wins does it. I think it might be nine. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be a nine and seven division right. champ. And back to our point about mediocrity. It's it's a bad look for the AFC. I don't care what you say. It's a bad look for pro football. But it's early. If you have two, and this is, this is plausible, you could have two division champs in the AFC with eight wins. That would be bad. If the South know. and North both uh, produce I don't think, I don't think eight, that would, no. That think, would happen. Okay, but, so we resolved nothing in the, in the South because we've got two well, Jags. I'm going to take the Texans. But the Colts are, so I mean, I think two. the Titans could be. I'll take one of the others. You know what? I'll go Texans just to keep it clean. Okay. Because I do. I, that was my preseason pick, so I'll stick with that. Well, that um, seems less clean. Because I, now we're I have two from the South as well. Oh. You have two teams from the South? You have a wild card going to a South team? Texans and Jags. Money? I, I'm with money on that. I think the Jags are basically a mirror image of what they were two, yeah, uh, two so years ago. Yeah, it's going to be two from the North. So. Okay, so know. let's go through the Bills two from are the, the only. West, two from the the South. Bills are three and one. By the way, I think they lose in Tennessee this week, so boosting the Titans' chances and obviously diminishing. That's um, a good question. Theirs. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, oof, boy, this is a mess, isn't it? Of a of the topic. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna take out. I'm gonna take out the South division winner only. I do think the Bills get there because they've got three buys left. They've got. They've well, got they've, two Dolphins yeah, and a Jets. Exactly. So there's. They got three wins right now. That gets good them point. to six. Yep. Good point you on know? that one. Yeah. They. Right. That that, that, that helps. Um, and then we have and the Chargers. Do we agree the Chargers, despite yes. all the injuries once again, yes. that they're going to get they're one the of those two seed. seeds? No, another guy they're on the, the IR seed. today, Dontrell Inman. They are now down to, uh, they'll be playing three practice squad wide, wide receivers this week against the Broncos. Three. I mean, it's, it is nuts what is happening to that team. It's going to be embarrassing when uh, when the Bronco, when they uh, struggle with the Broncos. But you forecasted that they might struggle with the Dolphins, and at halftime, I thought, oh, no, Matt Money Smith and is sage. And look, as we're looking at Phillip Rivers right now, just think about, you know, and I've said this repeatedly all week because I really was dumbfounded by it. This guy has got his RB2 and his RB4, his wide receiver, three, four, and five. Uh, Jeremy Davis caught his first pass of the season. Andre Patton caught his first pass of his career. Troy Mayne Pope, these are names you don't know, caught his first touchdown reception of his career. And the guy throw, has has the number one pro football focus QB rating of the week. He, he completed 80% of his passes for two touchdowns and a QB rating of 130. Like it's, it's ridiculous what that guy does. I'm it proud just of is. money for being a company man. Yes. For the Bulls. If nothing else. <laughs> Like you know, it really, but I, but I looked down and I was like, an excuse. nine receivers? That guy completed past the Lance Kendricks, who joined the team nine days ago, and, and he was his leading tight end. Like, it's crazy. Okay, so how do we have this then? So we have the Ravens, the Ravens. getting the division. 
I got the Browns. And no one from the North. Okay, but you're but, wrong about that. But we're going Democratic. <laughs> Division only in the North. Ravens are the Ravens? third seed. The Texans or the Jags are the four right. seed. Right. The Chargers, Chargers are the five. five. And, and now then we fight over the six. Either the Bills or, or the Jags whichever or Texas. South I, team misses out. I, you know what? The more I think it through, I think it is the Ravens get it. But I think the Browns end up winning the division. But then that'll all go down the tubes if the Steelers vanquish the Ravens. Then they're truly going to be exposed at this point. Yeah. Can I can I cheat and look at the Bills' schedule? Please, because but you're, think, you've already made the best point of all. Well, that I mean, they, right. they have three gimmies. Still they have left those on three the gimmies. They play the NFC North, which is right. and the Jets, by the way, are not going to be a gimme when Sam right. Darnold comes back. And then I think they're play, they're playing a third place schedule in in the AFC. Right. So they still we got the three gimmies. So what do we have to find? Nine wins. That's what we're looking for. So we got the three, the Jets, and the two Dolphins. Now they're at six. We got to find three. At Patriots, no. At Steelers, is is Mason Rudolph going to crack the code that is probably the second best de- second best defense in the AFC right now? You know, I don't, listen. Don't just say Mason Rudolph because Jalen Samuels is in there yeah. running some wildcat. Hey, you don't uh, know what this team's going to do. What's the Bengals head coach's name? Zach Taylor. I think yeah. so. Maybe recognize the Wildcats working yeah, for them. Exactly. And I don't know, make an adjustment. You know, that maybe, maybe play some zone and run a few, just, just one or My, two you know, exotic blitzes sides, against Mason Rudolph to see what happens. Two guys on the Steelers that have splashed recently are Jalen Samuels and Minka Fitzpatrick, and they wear numbers 38 and 39. And it's hard for me to get too excited about guys wearing those numbers. Yep. You know, 39 is a terrible number it's for a, a defensive number. back and 38 for a runner. Just the same. It does seem a bit practice squatty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how excited. And then two, you know, like two for our quarterback. What what grown up d- decides I'm going to wear number two? You could go from one all the way up to 19, and you well, go with yeah. two. I've been saying people have been asking if um, if Tua if he goes to the Dolphins, who wears number 13. Obviously, that number's not going to be available. Why to him. not? Mm, I don't think Marino's going to release that one. Jake Scott, People Super Bowl. Will, and, one of and the great Scotty. trivia questions out right. there to, to impress your friends with is, hey, what, who's uh, the number 13 the, to win a Super Bowl MVP? It's remarkable that it isn't Dan Marino. Right. Which is but but like, why wouldn't Tua just own the number two? Like, that could be his his thing. Okay, that about, makes sense. Uh, like like RG three, I've long right. said needs to wear three. three. Finally, he does with the Ravens. How about uh, week? It looks like week eight, Bills at Browns. So there you go. That could end up being the that could be the tiebreaker. Yeah. All of that for that final yeah. wild card. It's nice spot. how many of them. It'll as be a decided side note, on the field. I love that between that and Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, so many of those young guys are all on the AFC side. So we can look forward to these almost weekly matchups between the 2018 yeah. QB class. All right. I don't know if we settled anything. I Nothing. think we did. What we settled is that is that the Chiefs and Patriots have basically no competition. Unless the Chargers get right in time for James. I think Eddie's just building a graphic which is going to show all of our picks and how the playoff race in the AFC is going to show And it's going to get out. blown to hell and we're going to look like idiots. It can just no, I think it'll be exactly right. It's the top two and then it's just blurry. Yeah. It doesn't make it. It's right. a big mess. Who yeah. cares? Doesn't Don't matter. Those two teams it. are still going to meet in the AFC Championship game. Basically, so that's who the cares? bottom line. Like we, we, it doesn't really matter. It'll be an interesting path to that point. Yeah. If we've established anything, it's that. All right, we, uh, we need to do something... Right now. So thus ends the fresh takes presented by our pals over at Zaxby's. Eddie Spaghetti, we need to, um, well, before we do the so- song thing, because I promised it. Minimal time for tangent. That's what Well, I this isn't a tangent. Schedule. This is something that came up the other day on the show, and I wanted to get your expert opinions on this. Both of you guys like your food. We, we like to have our, uh, 
our culinary club around Football America when we have the opportunity when we're all on the road together. Ooh, we're going to um, Mexico City as well. We need, to, we we need to plan and that. I'm coming in on Saturday. Okay, good. Let's yes. get let's book something. For sure. Okay. What? Uh, so the question was this: If you had to eat one NFL mascot, which would it be? <laughs> There's not only one answer to this. Which is what? A bear. Oh, no. a roasted no. bear. That a would buffalo. be delicious. A buffalo, bison. No, a bear. You've had bear. I've never had bear. I've had bison. It's fine. It's I, good. It's good. But I, but I like that. a bear. A bear might taste good. I think a bear would Why be delicious. Why wouldn't a bear taste good? That Some, makes sense. Like dark meat. It's mm. brawny like, yeah. A, yeah. like a cow it's, or a steer. Why don't we eat yeah, It's not like a, a cow or a steer. It's bear, muscle. It is swole. You need mm. fat. No, muscle is tough. It's uh, chewy. You get one of those fat you ones. You end it. You get Forgive one of the ones bears, been eating but I, nuts all summer. Nuts to the I've nuts. seen a lot of bears fat bears. You, you would consider bears fit? Absolutely. You they're think, wrecking machines. No, I didn't say that they're bears. not. Well, listen, Vita Vea is also a wrecking machine. Doesn't mean he's fit. Right. You guys are nuts. Some bears. Bison, gonna... a bill. A, a buffalo. Uh, I mean, that's uh, not a bill. You are talking about your Tyson. I, I hate to I do mean, this. Yeah. I hate to embarrass you again, especially since I've explained this to you previously, Money. The Buffalo Bills yes, I mascot I, I is not a buffalo. It's, the city is named for the majestic yes. beast. The football team, I mean, just insanely, and it's why they're There's playing. There's a buffalo on their helmet. I don't care. They're named, I do. They named the team. After the man who tried to kill all the so bills, now you're saying the, the mascot is technically Bill. And it's I Buffalo would be Bill. Eating... The team's name is Buffalo you Bill. That's Bill. the mascot. All right, I don't want to eat guy. Bill. That guy. Buffalo right. Bill Cody. Hmm. Thanks for. You got to eat his rifle with it too. I think the correct answer is I said it might be dolphin. Do I mean dolphin would be fine, but dolphins are muscular. You don't get a fat dolphin. There are no right. fat dolphins in the ocean. But then again, they're, I think, they're, they're like they're they're emotional I mean, at all it's times. It's not like not like a swordfish is all fat. <laughs> handsome, <laughs> you might. I'm surprised, I'm, handsome, you don't uh, step up here on behalf because I know you've had it before for a Bronco or for a Colt. A little um, burger. Well, no, I have not eaten horse. You haven't? I, thought I think you I, have, actually, I have. I have eaten horse in France. Um, mm. Just a little slither, just How was to that? see what. Not that good. Yeah. No, you're a little gamey. Well, there you go. I would eat a falcon as well. I mean, I think yeah. they're endangered species, but I'd eat a, I'd, a I'd roast a falcon. Yeah. Meaty bird. Yep. And you could conceivably. I think I'd they eagle. They don't exist, money. No. It's, it's supposedly the osprey, but. Yeah. I think what you want to do. are too magnificent. You, if no, you no, eat no. an eagle, you have a problem with no, me. No, no, no. If it's a bald eagle, first of all, it's illegal to eat a yeah. bald eagle. I think the, it's illegal to eat an eagle. I don't know if that's right. Is it illegal to eat an eagle? Yes. Huh. It's eagle. not legal right. to eat an eagle. As I've said before, and I'm going to tell you again now, imagine the irony. As a human, you don't want to be bald. But if you're an eagle, you most certainly want to be bald. Hmm. Because if you're an eagle and you're not the bald one, then you're a second-class citizen by right. definition, right? Mm. So you wouldn't be putting peppering your head if you're an eagle? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I feel like we're really limited in these mascots here. I know. The NFL's done a poor job yeah. of edible of mascots. Edible, the other I one that people have let me know about one. is the Ram. The, yeah, the people Ram. People say it's a oh, lamb. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That guy sent you a picture on Twitter of, like, he literally cooked Ram last night and had a dish mm. at it. It was, like, it was in your yeah, you know Oh, you can get it in Mexico, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Try, let, let us right. know how the Ram let's is get, down in let's Mexico Let's get a Ram City. and a bear, and we'll just share. In Mexico. Okay.
Yeah. I'm with Handsome, though. I'm now in, suddenly intrigued by the thought of eating a bear. Nice. Why don't we as a society... By the way, the cows don't do anything. <laughs> They're a peaceful yeah. beast. But the bears, if we go anywhere near them, they'll kill us. I th I mean, they'll like, kill us without thinking think twice. I don't think you should be able to get bear in the supermarket, but I think one day a year, everyone should be allowed to eat bear, if you want to. We need a new holiday. The yeah. the Seems start wildly of insensitive. I'm not on board with that. <laughs> It's a majestic creature. We all respect it. Okay? Same with the Bengal. I'm not eating a tiger either. Definitely not. Damn it. I didn't say anything about eating a yeah, tiger. Yeah. That's I don't, crazy. Because that's a cat, and yeah. I don't want to eat cat. Bear. Can I, can I, mean, I sell the be... idea that browns are like hash browns? Well, that's, see, that's what I was you just know, thinking. Or like, like some brown onions, I think, you know? I think we've identified that brown is the best color for food. Right. That's where I went. So right. that might be Peanut the, butter, right. like that all. Chocolate. Right. Ribs. Just chocolate. I feel like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Roast beef, right. you know, yep. you know, brown pumpernickel, yep. mm. nice slice of wheat toast. Mm -hmm. Brown might be the answer, right? Brown sugar, <laughs> while not brown, is has the word brown. Enjoy that. Brown sugar right. is brown. Is brown. What you, wait, what are you talking yeah, about? How's yeah. brown sugar not brown? I'm sugar not here is to be actually brown. <laughs> they bleach it. That's why I would rather eat. I was kidding. I, I put brown sugar on top of my okay. head hey, nah. every day. Hey, uh, all right, so do we want to jump Could to the Red Rolling Challenge Stones flag write here? the song Brown Sugar today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with no. <laughs> that you was, get pushback. It says minimal time for tangent. Change, I just thought right. I would throw that in there. I'm, listen, and you're getting straight into the music portion. Right. Of I'd the like episode. that. I, believe me, I'd love to tackle that one, but I'm, I, I'm still intrigued by the thought of a bear steak. Uh, there'll probably be one, knowing how, the sway you carry around here, there'll probably mm. be one cooking in the huddle right now. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> I want to know about special that. Special wrap, wrap of the day with your face right. and, a, and a, a voice bubble that says, "Try the bear, Try the chummy." Bear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, uh, Booyah, the the sandwich maker in it. the huddle. He'll do it. He and I already teamed up for the world right. famous Booyita, so yep. we 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 have been waiting for our sequel. This might be the opportunity. Okay, before the red challenge flag picks, let's uh, let's do something here. We have, as part of um, the season initiative with Rock Nation, what would a champion do by Sash? Here, take a quick listen to this, okay. and I want to talk about some music quickly. More than me, I'm hard to please, and when I'm mad, I'm hard to ease. Pay my dues, I pay the fees. Ready now to say the least. My brother play, he on the keys. We have to speak, he also like the other half of me. That's how it had to be, want everything. A to Z, when y'all go out to wait on me. Cause I'ma stay inside and cook up like the bakery. You lost it all, I hate to see. Funny, most of y'all that ain't believe. Be the ones that's fake and play and make believe. What would a champion do? That's what you should do. How would a champion move? That's how you should move. You should be focused on you. A musical interlude. I, you know what? We could do worse. We could, we should get uh, a house band for the show going hmm. forward. What Dick about Banks. That? Yeah, we could get we the one-man one. yeah. house band, Dick Banks, in here. We'd love that. Yeah. Could, uh, could do a lot worse than that. Um, Eddie's spaghetti is an excuse for us to get into some music. There's no subject that spaghetti likes better, even in a world of Danny Dimes. He still likes to talk Eddie Vedder and all things Oof. music. Spaghetti, you went. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Grunge, I forgot. Money doesn't like <laughs> Pearl Jam. That's right. And and lo and behold, Eddie Spaghetti. You who did you go and see this past weekend? I saw the lead singer of Pearl Jam this weekend. <laughs> 
He's I, your favorite? Who do you like better, Eddie Vedder or Danny Dye? Oh, it's not close. Come on. One guy started two games. One guy's been part of my life for over a decade. Part of my life. Part of my life. Sorry, I like music, money. What is it? Sorry, I, I'm no, attached you to You know what? Actually, Eddie, I do appreciate that. Thank you. Because people fail to recognize that music has to have context, that it, that, that it plays as a soundtrack to our lives, special moments in our lives. We'll create a relationship with a band that maybe we uh, otherwise would not For have. our viewers, uh, sorry to the listeners right now, but Eddie Spaghetti, some of his tweets popping up as we talk about this. He went to Ohana Fest. It, it, that's in the OC there, Spaghetti? It's in uh, Do Doheny, State Beach, Dan what Point. I, what I like about Spaghetti, he took a couple of his pals down there, but he wore a Mookie Blaylock New Jersey Nets yeah, uh, game jersey. That's what the indie rockers do, which is what you wouldn't wear to a Pearl Jam show. Their original name was you would Mookie wear Blaylock. It, uh, yeah, I know. I'm well aware of that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Easy there. Ten. Which is why. Why don't you tell us why they named the album Ten? That's it. Because Mookie is his number. Yeah. So there you go. Is their little homage to what they were called? I like that you brought your pool noodle with you. That's no. what I like. They, <laughs> just in case you they want. sold them. It's my for a poster because I collect po art like ah, posters, and they actually sold them. Yeah, you can okay. just keep them safe. There we go. Any new music we need to check out? Matt Money Smith, expert uh, music guy. Uh, Former label fella. Uh, what am I? Yeah, yeah, I do like some new music right now. I like the, uh, I like the, where's my single? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to some indie rock lately. Spoon's got a new record. I like it. Rex ah. Orange County, a record I like. I'm still listening to the Tame Impala record. Um, what else do I like? Handsome loves his Radiohead, and he's very progressive with his music right taste. Are you are you hip with Spoon there, Handsome? I'm not a Spoon fan. Oh, I love no. it. Love oh, Spoon. I mean, I've, I've heard it. Does, it's, Can I tell you something? Yes. Series of Sneaks, for me, one of their original, yeah. one of their uh, one of their stuff. first records. Series of Sneaks, probably in my top six or seven oh, records all time. This actually works before Handsome gives us his uh, musical preferences, uh, because old man Hunter passed away, lyricist for the Grateful Dead, uh, a way to merge these two things, indie rock and the dead. Day of the Dead, a great uh, mm, set a great, of about 60 I, yeah. songs. The uh, Of all the songs, there's a couple, but uh, the if you just want to sample it, the War on Drugs cover, A Touch of Grey, is unreal. Hmm. And the uh, Stephen Malcolmus and the Jicks, China Cat, and Do I Know You Rider is pretty darn special, What was the, the, the compilation that that's in? There was a previous one, which I used to love. Dedicated was the original one no, way no, 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 back no. when. This was the same group of people that put together... Eyes of the World. It's yes. great. The but, same group of people that put together that compilation did another one. Well, the national was, guys were the ones who kind of did it. Right, but, um, but it was, but, okay. Before sorry. that, there was a different yes. compilation, which I can't remember what it was called, but same, same idea. Yeah, great stuff. So there you go. Uh, now I have to check out this Malcolmus. I'm a big fan of uh, Steve Malcolmus. Oh, it's a great China Cat. I know you're writer. Oh, so. excellent. All hey. right. So I thought that What's was, that? A, like, what was that, so. like a C-level uh, music conversation? Our little music interlude there? I mean, I got to insult Eddie a little bit, so okay. I got to be... Okay, yeah. C+. Plus. You know? yeah. C plus. Yeah. I like a couple it. of low, the, low blows. The low blows. His way. Yeah. That brings us to some more music, namely the Red Challenge flag theme. Oh, yeah. Red, Red Challenge, Challenge flag picks! Ow! You're a little late Woo! there, handsome. I was. Yeah, mm. you. I think you were a little early, Dave. Like was, he was for the I, show. He's consistent. <laughs> I was on time with that, but we haven't the time to go back and try it again this time. Um, let's start it off with... Yeah, look how small my head is. I'm not looking hey, at the monitor. Hey, have one of these. It's I've Dave? got the pebbliest head. No, I, know, I get it. It's passive aggressive. It is not. It is it's a not tiny... The you have give a me the three shot. Head. Director, You're give nice me the three shot. Thin. Look at that. Look at my pebble head. It is tiny. It is small. It is 
tiny. I would say like mine is closer to average. Dave's is Dave's fat. Dave's is large and mine and is tiny. And yours is very small. Mm. I, yeah. Painful. I, I'm a fat now. I'm, I, I'm the first one to admit it. You know what? I'm having my But you can issues. do something about that. I can't grow my head. Like yeah. my head will always be I think you can get head implants. Beetlejuice style. I think you could, you could get head implants. Could I? Yep. Okay. That's something I'll look into. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish we would have had a picture so you could see the hat Eddie Spaghetti wore to Ohana Fest because that might uh, oh, really? help, help solve your small. <laughs> it was a sun hat, and some guy yelled at me and turned me, told me to take it off while we were standing in the GA. I got yelled at twice because my poster tube hit somebody and then my hat. It was like the, the worst, the most tube. miserable GA experience <laughs> I've had. Well, that's what you get for going to see Pearl Jam. It wasn't Pearl Jam, it was Eddie by himself. I oh, saw Incubus, Glenn yeah, Hansen. Eddie on a ukulele. Yeah, that's right. I saw your tweet about Incubus, and I threw up in my mouth. They were good. <laughs> in in our lifetime, culture. is that the worst era of music ever, Money? Yes. Yes. The, the Disturbed, Corn. Yes. They're not like that. All that kind of stuff. Yes. Incubus? They're not like Corn. Dude, they got a DJ. They, yeah. yeah, I mean, Corn's a little more aggressive. Yeah. Incubus is a little more pop-leaning. But yes, I would say if... if if I were to find myself in hell, the soundtrack, which I will, and I am ready to acknowledge that. So I should say, when, when I find myself in hell, I'm going to open my door, and there on one side is going to be 311, yeah. and on the other side it's going to be Incubus. <laughs> they're just going to play songs. That horrible and and there'll just be a stream of Eddie's tweets. Yes. There'll just be a stream of Eddie's tweets <laughs> enjoying it all. Yes. Yes. Welcome to hell. Poor That's spaghetti right. getting painted with yeah. the ink. It's with so the, bad uh, seeing George Harrison and Tom Petty covers and like, all right, guys, <laughs> move on with your picks. Spaghetti so starting to get He's offended. He's now resorted now. to, hey, it's not the original material. It was the covers <laughs> I was mix. into. It's a mix. Which, which uh, you can sorry. see at any bar. Uh, band doing covers. Look at <laughs> The eye rolling back in the bathroom is... No uh, respect. <laughs> no respect, you're right. No respect. All right, let's get to it. The uh, One of the big games of this week, there's another juicy slate awaiting our eyeballs, and uh, why don't we just stop, start with the, uh, the I don't know, maybe not the headline game, but for me, of course, the best rivalry, at least in this century, the Ravens Still? at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure, He's what would, what would trump one. that? I was gonna, oh, when I started this, oh, I did say Packers and Cowboys, but I don't know that that's a 21st century phenomenon. Um, Packers and Bears is pretty good. Mm. No. They had a pretty good run. Bears. Packers and Bears. Packers and Bears had a pretty good run for, you know, six, seven years this, you know, this century. I I mean, this really feels (laughs) like, this is Ohio (laughs) State, Michigan. One of the two, at least, is always playing. It's been good. It's been good. Very very rarely. Very, very good. That that one of these teams isn't playing for something. And Uh, in this case, in the mediocre North, both happen to be playing for first place in week five. A quick reminder I feel obliged to say it every time. If you aren't certain which team to root for with your heart, with your spirit, with your soul, on one hand, Mm. you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, named for the local steel workers back in the mid-20th century who forged the steel that was used to make the ships and the tanks and the artillery that that defeated the Nazi scourge. And if you don't like the Steelers and you don't like Pittsburgh, then you don't like freedom. Go talk to Benito Mussolini. Conversely, (laughs) I appreciate you you leaving Hitler out of that. You can go with the Ravens, who were named after a poem penned by a New York Boston guy who, at the tail end of his life, moved to Baltimore, got drunk, and died. In the gutter. Right. So right. that's up. How, which way you want to go is up to you. Whichever way you lean in that 
thing, then that whichever would be you think is, right. is is easier to support, you know, yeah. then that's how you should make your decision. Handsome, let's let you start it off here this time. It's the Baltimore Ravens, your division champion, mm-hmm. as forecasted in August, at the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mason Rudolph. Choose. I'm going to lean towards the drunk in the gutter um, for this one. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go Ravens. I'm with you. Anyone going to throw a flag? It would Spaghetti? only be you. It would only be you. It would only be you. It would only be you. I go Steelers. You go Steelers. Really? Spaghetti. Do you want to throw something at me? I got to no, take the it's fine. As long as James Conner's healthy, I like the Steelers' chances. The defense looked great. The defense did look very good. Then again, they were playing Andy. And um, so yeah. that, that and you got to put, that might, that put might the be Andy and Zach. Andy and Zach. And no A.J. Green. So big yeah. asterisk next to that. And also, I think even Mike Tomlin more or less has conceded since that game that they had to go gimmicky. You can surprise a team for one week with the Wildcat. Right. They're not going to come out and run Wildcat. I can't imagine they would try it against the Ravens more than Maybe. a couple of plays. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that that's their they offensive. They might try why? Because they'd adjust. And you know what else the Ravens aren't going to do? Try to throw 50 screen passes to Joe Mixon <laughs> when the defense is standing right, right there, there waiting for him to catch the screen pass. That's no, another right. thing the Ravens aren't going to do. The Bungles legitimately ran some play action in the fourth quarter. Down, there, was, there, was some, there was some interesting decisions. 24. Unreal. Um, so, okay, everybody's going with the Ravens, Ravens, so handsome, why don't you explain why you've got them? Um, because I think that the Ravens' offense is going to be able to, to, I mean, score certainly more points than the Bengals were able to on the Steelers' defense, and I don't see the Steelers being able to keep up. There's just not enough. It's such a strange phenomenon now to be watching a Steelers team without the firepower that you've been, you just take for granted with, with Pittsburgh for years that they're always going to have receivers that are going to be able to, to get open consistently, a running game that's going to be really strong, and a quarterback that can make stuff happen. And just none of those pieces are, are there at the moment. Well, it, despite the, the tackle numbers that people look at as evidence that uh, a, a defensive players playing well or not, Devin Bush was, was a little lost and a step slow, not physically slow, but was reacting a little slowly. That was his best game on Monday night. He's he, fantastic. He, yeah, he really splashed in that game. And that's what happens with defensive guys. And as the season wears on, it's really can the Steelers' defensive pieces and can Deontay Johnson on offense, to your point about pass catchers, can they get fully up to speed in the NFL and have the Steelers' record and right. the Ravens and uh, Browns still be close, be close enough to catch them? I think this game's going to yeah. be close. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't have that faith in Lamar Jackson. If this defense plays to their potential, I think it'll be a tight game. If Devin Bush is, is loose, if the, if the front three can eat up the blockers and have Devin Bush free, that's what is going to nullify Lamar Jackson and, and – uh, um, the speedsters behind him there. Yeah, I, I'll ultimately, though, I'll take with, uh, right. take the Ravens. They got embarrassed defensively. I think they step back up against uh, the backup QB. Spaghetti, though, is going with the with the uh, Steelers, eh? My one question, though, is what's been going on with Juju? Like, why has he not been involved? I feel like if you get Juju going, you and then Connor, like I said, as long as yeah, Connor's he, healthy, then it's... Take him out. Take him away. That's it. That's what you do. Take him away. I do think that they are starting to figure out, as you can see, based on targets, based on... Um, opportunities in the game, number of snaps. Deontay Johnson, the third-round pick, is a poor man's Antonio Brown right now. I'm not going to compare the two, but they have similar skill sets. Um, and I think that he's starting to rise up a little bit and make it. And then, then they need Vance McDonald. They need some sure. more targets out there for uh, for the kid. Anyhow, let's move on. And there's so many great ones you could uh, you could look at. You could talk about uh, Bart Starr. 
in, was that December of 66? And then Don Meredith throws the interception in the end zone that would have sent the Cowboys to Super Bowl two to play the Raiders. And uh, instead, like I say, I think Herb Adderley picks that one off. And so the Packers go to their second straight. You can jump all the way to the Des Bryant non-catch. And then most recently, a game of significance, the Cowboys were supposed to win it. Dak Prescott mm. in his rookie year bested by the best in the game. Aaron Rodgers with that rollout to the left. That set up Mason Crosby for this. This to send the Packers into the NFC Championship game. It is good! The Packers are moving on! Aaron Rodgers has done it again! And Mason Crosby, a hero for Green Bay. Side. That was um, no good the entire way until yeah. the final 10 feet. Yeah. And then it was good, which is funny when you watch it and you can see the people behind the uprights, <laughs> like cheering because it's a miss. And then all of a sudden it's like, God uh, darn it, what just happened? <laughs> like, well, mo most, most kickers play a hook. They play a draw. He but he faded fade. that he one faded in there. Um, and amazing. And it, it, and it reminds me also of how narratives get forged and then people have a really hard time escaping them. Dak Prescott going into this season was like, well, can he do it though in big spots? He did it against the Packers in that game and he punctuated what would have been the game-winning drive with a with a QB draw were it not for 12 there pulling that one out that with a miraculous pass, play. Yeah. Then we would uh, we would talk about Dak Prescott. We would already have we been know talking about it. We know he does do it. Um, and uh, and by the way, I I don't care that much that they lost to the Saints. I don't hold that against uh, yeah. the Cowboys. But let's talk about this one right now. Matt Money Smith. It's the Packers. It's the Cowboys. Both now with one blemish in the loss column. Choose. I'm going Cowboys. Oh, handsome. Come on, do something cool. No, I mean I I, I genuinely didn't know what my answer was going to be, but I think just the Cowboys being at home, like that's the that's the. It'll, this is going to be as close as that. That stinks because I got to take the Cowboys too. They're my right. Super Bowl pick. That's not necessarily. Yeah, well, they're my Super Bowl pick too. So it will, I'd be crazy to suddenly. The go reason why? Them all right, money. It's your, you're you're up. Explain to Spaghetti. By the way, mm -hmm. who you got? I'm actually going to go with the Packers. Spaghetti's okay. the one one. He loves it. Eddie, Eddie loves it. We, we should give him one of these flags I, I, one day. Spaghetti. You this, see if he can reach us from the bathroom. I don't need the limelight. You guys do it. This is, come in, no, 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 come no, in no, and throw it. Spaghetti. See if you can throw it from the bathroom all the way. No, 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 no. Spaghetti, come here. Sit back down. Sit back down. First, you got to hit handsome because he because you want to get his AFC North. Okay, no, you were trying to hit money that time. Here's another flag for you. Thank you. Now you got to hit me. Drop it between two defenders. Over the like back. Like Danny Dimes. Do it like Oh, you got it! In the leg. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Uh, just All right, explain. Uh, just, just a simple reason, because I think it's the part of the season where we start talking about Aaron Rodgers in a positive light again and less about the defense and what they've accomplished there. And then, reversely, the part of the season where we talk about the Cowboys, do we trust them, are they struggling, and Jerry Jones gets involved in the media. That's, that's my real answer. I just think it has to happen at some point in the season. Not that it's going to derail the Cowboys at all. I think they're a great team. Uh, but the Packers will sneak out like a three, four-ish point victory in the road. Money? Well... Uh, it'll be tight. I think that LaFleur and, and Rodgers still have issues, and they don't quite know what that offense is. I'm, I'm worried about, I know you like to always uh, make light of the old turf toe and point out that it's called turf toe, yet it is a debilitating injury 
for uh, a position like wide receiver when Turf you rely time. on your toes to make your cuts and get in and out of breaks. So it doesn't sound that bad. The idea that no Devontae Adams is, is serious. I wish Jimmy Graham mm -hmm. could figure out how to catch passes uh, for Aaron Rodgers. That's been a problem. And I, I think the offensive line will be able to, to keep that defensive line in check. And, and again, like the, the Ravens-Steelers game, it'll be close. But I suspect uh, the Cowboys will, will win a tight one. By the way, <clears throat> with, the, uh, with the Cowboys, the thing that people continue to not talk about, which is a weird thing because it's now been a half decade, maybe even year six for Rod Marinelli. But once again, this defense is showing up. Look at, I, I know it's Teddy Bridgewater and everything else, but look what they did to Alvin Kamara. I mean, Kamara had some splashy plays there, but it's not as though he was making decisive, obviously. Um, he, he didn't get into the end zone. Um, nor did anyone else there. That defense is for real. No Devontae Adams. And the other thing that's been very quiet is the guy who they had to have and they had to break the bank to get just before the season was Zeke Elliott. He hasn't been prominent yet. yet, but at some point that's going to start to rise up and deeper into the season. Right. Not that October counts as that, but I do think at some point Zeke is going to have a signature type game. Yep. So I'll take, uh, I'll take the Cowboys at home as well. Let's go to Monday night. Now it's you. And it's the Browns. Oof. It's the 49ers. Choose. Choose. I'm taking Jimmy G at home. Uh oh. How did I miss you? No, you're going to stick with the. I threw it. I threw it. Oh, you th oh I didn't, yeah. I didn't I did, feel yeah. it. Even though I took the Browns to, to oh, win the, uh, the division. I think this is going to be one of their losses. Got to work yeah. on that uh, arm strength there, man. I didn't even feel the flag. Well, I didn't want to hurt you. I just kind of. It's I, right behind you here. I would do I, it again. No, no. Go ahead. Say, say Browns. I'm going to take the Niners. He said the Niners. Oh, I did. said the Niners. Yeah. Oh, then I should have. He said, the, said Browns. the Browns. So I handsome. Threw... And Spaghetti, who do you have? Uh, Hank third for me. I'm going with the uh, Browns on the road. Okay. Handsome, explain. I think that the Browns defense, this is, this is exactly the kind of game where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to uh, struggle. He, do, he just doesn't get, he hasn't had many opportunities in his career to see defenses this good, and I think that they will, uh, they're going to give him a, a hard time. I feel like we talk about all the time, we, I, I, uh, something I say always if you're a fan of a certain team and they're doing well or they're doing poorly, it's always about that team. Um, I think the thing that, the, that they're going to find out, the Browns, it, this time around, is that, uh, that that defensive front for San Francisco is for real. That front seven is for real. Um, that's a bad matchup, obviously, for Cleveland. They're going on the road. I think that it's easy to... You know, to pump the brakes on the Niners a little bit based on the fact that they kind of should have lost to Pittsburgh uh, last time we saw them. But that was wonky stuff. They kept dropping the mm -hmm. ball, and maybe you can attribute that to an active Steelers defense and trying to force turnovers more as much as a team can try and force turnovers. Uh, they, kept, they, they shot themselves in the foot repeatedly. I don't anticipate that happening, especially after a week off. Um, I know the Browns are feeling good about themselves, but the practical matchup is bad for them, especially that offensive line. The Niners defense is another defense nobody is talking about, but it is loaded. And I say the Niners win it and uh, yeah. remain undefeated. I'm with you. Uh, to me, it's, you know, the offensive line of the Browns combined with the defensive front of the 49ers and D Ford and Nick Bosa and Buckner and even Armstead's playing well. You know, those two guys interior, Armstead and Buckner, are playing fantastic. Um, I think that's the difference. You know, we forget the Browns have serious offensive line issues. And, you know, that's, again, I keep saying it, it's going to be tight. You know, it's probably going to be turnover. Look, the, the Steelers forced, what, five turnovers 
against the, the 49ers and could not win that game because the defense was so good. And I, I think that's kind of... I, I, think that's exa- I think that's exactly right. And if you watch to get micro, Alejandro Villanueva is a, has been a nice left tackle for the Steelers for the most part. But, I mean, Nick Bosa trucked him. I mean, he just pushed him around in, in an embarrassing fashion. And uh, that's, that's just the start of things yeah. with that defense, with Bosa coming on and getting healthy and, like what you say, D Ford. And, I mean, that front seven is for real. Um, but flipping it around the other way, I just, I'm not sure that I see the 49ers offense suddenly getting off to it and having a great game against the I just the, believe in Kyle Browns Shanahan. Yep. I mean, I think he's so good. Uh, you know, he's, he's in the conversation, you know, with Andy Reid and sure. those guys as the best play caller in the league. And I think he'll figure it out. Um, you know, it just a way to put them in the best position to, to win the game. They have enough talent. Yep. You know, they do. I mean, Joe Staley being out's not great with Miles right. Garrett there, but I have a little bit, you know, I just have faith that he'll, you know, that he could figure something out. Talking about figuring it out, that, uh, how much internally do you think is happening with the Browns with Odell Beckham saying, okay, we won, but figure it out. How are you going to get me right. the ball more? And how are you going to give me more opportunities? I completely agree that it's okay, so they got away with it this week, you know, two touches or two targets right. or whatever for Odell. That's not, that's not sustainable for yeah, him. Nobody's keep, complaining, right. see? That Freddie Kitchens has a handle on all that. Yeah, that's because Odell was busy talking about almost getting strangled right. and throwing punches with a foe. That's no, why they yeah. didn't, that's why in the postgame they weren't focused on how many targets he did or didn't get. They yeah. were too busy asking him about yet another embroglio with a defensive back. You're uh, you're the suit around here that oh, knows really? the, uh, the people up top. Can we get Richard Sherman mic'd up for this one and uh, get the raw. Ooh, that would of be that, fun, wouldn't it? You know, when he's standing across from Eldell, mm. just trying to him, wind him up, nods, yeah. winding him up. I think that would be uh, that'd be something we yeah. really need. Yeah, pull those strings, yeah. Hazel. Okay, you do that? I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm a couple Please. calls. Let's move on. In the meantime, the spaghetti special. It's the Minnesota Vikings struggling with Kirk Cousins. You know who's not struggling? Dimes. Mm. <laughs> Danny Dimes. Why don't we have Eddie pick? Okay, this Eddie, one? you do it. It's the Vikings. At the Giants, both two and two. <laughs> Choose. Am I about to get pelted by three yes, flags? Yes, you are. Oh, I, I hope the, you The answer to that is I resounding I hope you're yes. that kooky. The Giants are going to win at home. Ah, bring it. Bring it. Out. Bring it. Homer. How could no. you pick the Giants? What are you thinking? How, many, how many reasons do you need? What do you think? How many reasons do you need? Just Dale, one. Dalen Jones Dimes. has been one of the best third down uh, quarterbacks in the league since he came in. Uh, two Golden, games, Golden, Golden, Golden Tate's coming back. Ooh. Uh, I mean, is Jordan, Saquon coming back? Yeah, he's out. Can you, you see him my pra- flag he's back? Golden today. Tate's going to be playing. I, I might need that flag back. <laughs> Go, uh, Golden was fine in his absence. I mean, Jaron Jenkins won, you know, NC Defensive Player of the Week last week. Uh, he had who a he rough playing? start. Who's, who is Jaron Jenkins? Squared up against. But, all right, but he was graded still the highest grade of his career by, by who? P- by PFF. Um, <laughs> Dexter Lawrence is becoming a three-down defensive lineman. Uh, what else we got? Julia, I mean, Jabril Preppers had arguably the best game of his career last week, too. Again, I know it's versus the Redskins. Against but, one of the three worst teams in the league. So you think Kirk Cousins now is going gonna, is gonna to go, all right, I'm going to start slinging the ball for four or five touchdowns? I think he's going to look dramatically better than he did against arguably the best defense in yep. the league, save the Patriots. And all they right. might be better than the Patriots' defense. I, I do think he will look dramatically better. I think the Giants do a good job versus Dalvin Cook in the run, stopping the run. I don't, uh, if it's a game where Daniel Jones has to make plays now with Tate back and Sterling Shepard, who's looked great, and the rookie Darius Slayton's made some plays along with Evan Ingram and Gallman, who can catch the ball, I honestly, right now, will rather pick Daniel Jones to make offensive plays than Kirk Cousins. Here's my, here, here, by the end of the first quarter, 
or like I bet like eight that's to, just nuts. Eight to ten that minutes into the game, it'll be, it'll be ten or fourteen nothing Vikings. Yes, it's because crazy what they'll talk. come out to do is the Giants will certainly sit on Dalvin Cook right. and and they'll have ten men in the box. They're not even going to cover people. <laughs> They're just going to be like Adam Thielen. Adam Kirk Thielen will it. have a sixty-plus yard touchdown within Thielen the first was just quarter. Screaming I think that's what's going to happen. And they're going to figure they're no. going to figure it out. The pressure's no. on them to figure it out. Yeah, pressure's on. And, you and figure Danny it out, Dines Eddie. Home is going to be great. It's going to be so good. Oh man, when they win this game, you guys are all. <laughs> I hope you're right, yeah. Spaghetti. It's, it's more so fun good. when the je- when the gents are winning. So good. Let me tell you guys, when they win this thing, man. It is going to be something. It's going to be sweet. Forget the Skins game. Go back to the second half of the Buccaneers game. Buccaneers look great versus the Rams. They Betcher did. figured it out in the second half. They gave up nothing. It, it, it's, a, it's a different team. I will, I will give you uh, the point that, yes, this team has responded to the insertion of Daniel Jones in a manner that they were not interested in responding to Eli Manning earlier in the season. But front to back, Vikings defense is Pretty darn good. Oh, on paper, and that is, that is on, on paper, paper. On paper. No, I mean, on the field. actually on the football actually field. Actually, on as the well. football field, it has been the offense that has let them down. They completely <laughs> shut down the Bears. The Vikings should have won that game if Kirk Cousins was at all competent. They shut down Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and Kirk Cousins made bonehead mistake after bonehead mistake in the red zone because the Packers' defense is pretty good, especially on the back end. That's not the Giants. And he's That's furious with you. No, I, 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 I picked the Packers uh, weeks ago to be the best team in the NFC, but they, they, look, Congratulations. they look like crap right now. No problem. I still got the Yanks. Um, and the Rangers are back. Yeah. yeah. The blue shirts are coming. Capo, Caco, look out, NHL. Um, I think that... And don't get me started on the Knicks. The other guys are my guys. <laughs> we have... Interesting, Kleinman whispers into my ear there. Speak up, join the show, Kleinman. Don't whisper into my ear. That's a good observation. It's uh, Twin Cities v. Uh, Manhattan or, or uh, Five Boroughs all over the place because it's the Twins and the Yanks getting it on oh, as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the way, um, any of those Twins pitchers would be better quarterbacks than Kirk Cousins at this point. And I, as I've said, my essay, my reality check this, week on, uh, this weekend on Good Morning Football is all about the phenomenon of backup QBs, Minshaw mania, Mason mania, and all the rest of it. I think the the answer is obvious. It's right there in front of you, Mike Zimmer. Mannion mania, you know? Mannion mania. Hey, get that angry beef out there. I'm happy for I'd love to see Sean Mannion in a game. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's bring it on home. 25 years after they uh, they first joined the NFL. It's and been then, 25 years, eh? Yeah. Mm. How about that? Yeah. Um, 25 years. Seems like just and, yesterday. Doesn't it, though? It does. Mm. Which franchise would you rather be? If you after twenty five years, yeah. hmm. well, you'd rather be the Jags because you get to go to London Jags. multiple times yeah. a year. Well, that's true. Once. But so, yes. like, uh, to explain which franchise? Like, what's what constitutes well, this like, answer? Which like, one of them I... would be tastiest roasted? Oh, ooh. Oh, no. So that's close. Yeah. I mean, I would assume they taste pretty much the I same. I think they right? would do. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, those spots I think are they like pepper. It's a little bit meatier. Panther, yeah. It's a little like, meatier. Jaguar is just a little bit, it's more sinewy. Right. But if but right. if the spot has some flavor to it. It doesn't. Well, how, how do you know? What are you? You've eaten Jag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I would assume the spot. Though. You're not know. eating the, the skin. The spot is not. The skin comes off, you're eating the meat right. under you it. Don't know the what spot I'm, is, you don't know is what fur I'm eating that's the top of the right. skin. I'm going to have it on a spit, right. you know, roasting mm-hmm. it around. 
Um, yes, and you know what was the, the crazy weird thing that almost happened that would have been terrible for pro football is the two years, wait, actually, was it their second year? The Panthers. The Panthers and Jags were right. in the title game. in the title game. If they had won either one of those, it right. would have been terrible for, for the league. Yeah, you can join and you'll, yeah, you'll be in a Super yeah, but, Bowl in about 18 months. But I mean, months. That, they, they definitely got an advantage over other expansion teams compared to the Bucks, who were the team to join before That's and right. who went forever without even being able to get a, a win. And then because they did so well, I think when the Texans came in and the Browns came back, they were penalized pretty Terrible, heavily. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we cannot have these teams like, be this let's good. Flip, we got to right. flip the this script. Quickly. We don't want that. Happening. That's right. It was the Patriots. Drew Bledsoe vanquished the Jags, right. and on the other side, uh, the Packers took care of um, of Collins the Panthers. And the Panthers. Yep, that's right. Um, anywho, um, now it is uh, these Not two Kerry teams. Not Kerry Collins. Steve Berline. That's right. Aha. Uh-huh. By the way, very quickly, I don't want to detour too long here, but I don't know if I ever got your thoughts on this. We talked with one Maurice Jones-Drew. Mm, I know. Right after the Jaguars announced their uh, their 50 best players in their 25 years. Did you happen to see where Maurice came in there? I think he was fourth. Came in at right? fourth. Yeah. Jimmy he Came in at fourth, so Baselli. Fred Taylor's got to be right, above Fred him. Fred Taylor. Easily a better running back than Maurice at any stage of his career. Sure. Uh, right, Baselli. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. number one. Right. Fred Baselli. Taylor. I thought Fred Taylor didn't like it, neither did Maurice. That Where was Baselli was ahead of both of them. Well, right. yeah, he was he the was, best left the, tackle of his era. Right. He played for like five years. Yeah. I mean, he played I mean, he was better than anyone during he those five years. He was the best left tackle, right. an absolute wrecking I'm telling machine. Maurice, I'm telling Maurice what you guys said. He knows. He knows. Maurice he understands. Knows. Maurice feels he should have been Wait, so one. who else Even was, though he also will tell you that Fred Taylor was better. Who else was there? And Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. That's also a slap in the face. Where was Jimmy? Mark Brunel. Two, was Jimmy two? No, Brunel. Jimmy was three, right behind Fred. Fred Taylor was two. Yeah. Then Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Then Maurice. Hmm. Maurice will vouch for himself. Who was and five? Say, hey, now I was I was playing. I was out there by myself. <laughs> hey he was now. out there with me. Baselli had Fred Taylor, who had Jimmy Smith, who had Keenan McCardell, who had Mark Brunel. Who'd I have out there with me? Who you was know? five? I don't remember. Who was Brunel? Who was forty-five? I think Brunel should be ahead of him. I would love to know which Jags came in at 40 through yeah. 50. After yeah. 17, they're like, yeah, right. it's all the same. Jonathan Cyprian. Right? I, I, do think, uh, I do think their kicker made the list. One of their kickers made right? the list. Is that right? Scobie? I think it was Scobie, who, by the by, Marie, one Maurice of Maurice's son's kid's favorite, favorite player. It's <laughs> so great. The kicker, not his dad. Over Maurice. All right, let's get to it then. It's the Jaguars. It's the Panthers. Handsome. Choose. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. You know what? I'll throw it. Okay. I'll throw it for Fine. fun. I'll throw it for fun. The, the defense is playing well. This is another trend, as much as you can read into it. Um, the defenses are getting the better of the offenses. Is that fair to say so far this season? That with the exception of no preseason and a is couple. Hurt. No preseason has hurt yep. the offenses. They are still shaking the rust off. Let's make sure we make that point. I agree with that, and that was the caveat I laid down. I have always said that ignore preseason. It's a lie for your eyes. It's the Civil War reenactment. I now think we have to advance that into the month of September because guys are getting so few reps in those preseason That's what I mean. games. Let's get them some reps, yeah, please. But football guys will tell you, the football players will tell you, 
the offense has the advantage for the first half of the year until they get enough tape, and then the defenses rise up in the second half of the year. Ergo, the defenses at, at least are ahead of schedule here. And by the way, the Panthers have a good defense. We just saw that in Houston once again. And Kyle Allen isn't setting the world on pretty fire, good. at least. He was he's, fine. Yeah, he's pretty fine. good. He was fine. But, I mean, I don't Minshew-esque? Know. Yeah, I guess not so. quite. Not quite. I mean, four touchdowns against dramatics. The, the Cards lit them up really good. Made a few nice plays to, to get the win against the Panthers. Um, I, I do want to ask, though, <clears throat> much more important than football analysis from mm. uh, I, th- these This is a hard one to brains. have a strong feeling for either way. Of all the words that we Americans butcher, mm. Hank, yep. where does, and I think it's important to point out because it is a pet peeve of mine, I don't know how anyone can get Jaguar yeah, that's out wrong. of that's wrong. that spelling. Right. Um, it really upsets me when people say Jaguar, but where does the mispronunciation of Jaguar fall into I mean, your disappointment appointment in uh, I'm, American I'm disappointed English. by more things than that. Alu- is. Aluminium is number one. When you guys, when you guys <laughs> come up with some aluminum... Um, that, that doesn't aluminium, aluminium is one. Is, is one. Ahead of, That's a pretty ahead strong Ahead of common tree. I mean, and common. literally, like literally I could see being upsetting. Literally. Yeah, well that, be I mean, upsetting. I don't know, I've got over that. Aluminium is a word that I don't hear very often when it's said here. Uh, the other one is vitamin. Like, come on, it's vit-a-min. That's not how vitamin. it's spelt, not vitamin. There is no Y. No. It's V-I. Yeah. My kids vitamin. were just talking vitamin. to me about this uh, a couple of days ago, and I said, it really is... American arrogance, American narcissism, that people without irony do say to British people, you're mispronouncing, pr- mispronouncing that word. Like, it's our language. Right. It's in there in the title. It's English. You guys are the ones doing it wrong. Herb, who are we to have changed those things? Yeah, why, where, where did the H go? saw fit to just change pronunciation. I also had another, not, it wasn't an epiphany, just um, I guess a, a moment of pause uh, with all the coverage, and this is not a political commentary. This is simply an observation. <laughs> Thank you, Money. As they were discussing uh, the impeachment inquiry, they yeah. were playing tapes from Nixon's impeachment and his resignation. And the newscaster comes on, and as he's delivering uh, the news of the day, he sounds like it's 1920. And here you see Richard Nixon as he steps to the lectern and accepts his fate. And many thought this day would never come, yet here he is, the President of the United States, accepting his fate and his resignation has been... When did we just get loose? Yes, when did we get loose with it and we no longer speak like that? Uh, When that is what carried us from like 1900 to clearly 1973, 74, 74. When did it, was it 80? Was it 81? Disco, Mr. Cotter's class, you know, those uh, major influences that we haven't rebounded from fully Mm. yet. And I think that's how we arrived. Well, I mean, at- that's why that's why I strongly believe that you know the the Brits should come back over here and and sort of re-edu- do some yeah. re-education program. I got an idea. Why don't you freaking worry about Brexit, huh? Why don't you get that sorted? Well, out? we might just Brexit our way yeah. over here instead. Why don't you get that sorted? Out? Um, and by the way, I, I'm with money you on that. You and your that. boy Although, Boris, huh? Figure that as, one out. As a great American patriot, I I do have to stand up for how obnoxious then the English get about the word Jaguar because they have identified that, like you point out as a terrible so yes americans too often jaguar that's not right but then they get so fancy with it that now it's an unrecognizable <laughs> word when the british guy what? says in the commercials for the car jaguar. they go it's a jaguar 
<laughs> I thought, now, like, well, that doesn't mean anything either. Uh, can't go with the 2019 jacket. You know? Anyway, tell us more yeah. about this impeachment stuff, money. No. Nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Call it quits. Well, why are we calling it quits? There's another game. There's a game in London that I'm going to. Why, are we, why did we decide you're not going, to? You're flying out this week. Tonight. Is Why are we right? not? The, the Bears are playing the Raiders in, in, uh, uh, in Tottenham, the brand new stadium in, in London. And Handsome eats the loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating a Raider. That would be disgusting. Uh, that's another. That is the worst. Next week, next week that's the one we did. Yep. Is, is what, which one do you least want to eat? I'll I tell you I now. Even, that Raider has not washed in months. Yeah. Wow. I Definitely got, not I'll the be Raider. one better. Not the Raider. Definitely not the Raider. Want a Viking? Oof. Uh, Same thing. I don't know, but you're talking about fat. You're talking about fat. You're you're talking about needing a bit of little fat. Those Vikings have been eating well. Like what you're eating is what the Viking ate. The the Raider. Who knows? Are they busy rowing the whole way across the sea? And what do you think they're they're doing? Taking breaks to shower. I mean, you're gonna. They're pillaging. Although, then again, it's like the animals we eat. Turns out they don't shower either. The animals, and yet they still taste pretty good. If anyone has any info on what a bear tastes like and how best to prepare, (laughs) please drop the DDFP a line. Yeah, do. Because I I, I am now at minimum intrigued by it. Uh, Someone someone listening within earshot right now has eaten bear. My favorite, by the way, one last thing. For sure. Everybody's taking the bears. No one's going to take the Vikings. No. I mean, no one's going to take the Raiders. Um, although, I don't think it's crazy. There is no although. Yes, there is. Come on. I mean, the, the, the although is Chase that Daniel was some, and how many matter. points they're going to put up. Defense is going to score 14. Okay. Know what I mean? But the, the Raiders' Fair, performance last week in Indianapolis was a surprise. It was. Those yeah. teams that are defense-dominant, the, the defense-dominant teams, they show up in January and they impose their will and all that kind of rhetoric. On, on whoever their foe is. But over the course of a season, those teams lose wonky games to right. bad teams because of the nature of their games. And They're playing a everything. Game. And here's, and here's a little like insight. That. The Raiders flew from Indianapolis on Sunday night to London. They've they've been eating eggs and bacon every morning. They've had their, they their have? yep. They've had some, oh, I didn't some know. well I'm I, sure they haven't you know what some else details on what they're doing. You know, they've had their Weetabix every day. These guys are ready to roll. The Bears are turning up on Friday. They won't have even had a chance to to um, to have fish and chips by the time the game mm. kicks off. Or maybe off. some dolphin at least. That's right. Or a bear. I'd love um, to see what those spots taste like. <laughs> completely unnecessary thing to mention. Do you remember the game though when they it was it was one of the nastiest games ever in the 80s uh, of the Raiders at the uh, AstroTurf Soldier Field to play the Bears and Jim McMahon got a lacerated spleen. Ooh, yes. And they had no than... bad and Steve Fuller got hurt and for the entire second half they just direct snapped to Walter Payton the the pre not, not a bad not a bad a idea. Moment. Remember that? Yes. That was a crazy game and the Bears won it if I'm not mistaken. Anywho, enough about that. Handsome Hank safe travels across the sea back to your homeland there. Great stuff as always. Uh, Matt Money Smith, uh, best to your Chargers, Eddie Spaghetti. I'm going to be rooting for your fellas. I'm not mean like these guys are. Thank you. I'd like to see Danny Dimes keep it going here. (laughs) Same to you, Mason Rudolph. I'm on board with these backups. Just breathe, Eddie. We'll talk to you after week five in front of week six. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.